0: Welcome to the Mortcast. Before I get started, I'd like to talk to you about Blanchard Family Wines, located between 18th and 19th, and Blake and Wazee in beautiful lower downtown Denver, Colorado, just a couple blocks away from Coors Field, right in the middle of the dairy block. They are always online at bfwdenver.com. If you go to bfwdenver.com, you can pick yourself up a bottle of that 2017 Cabernet. You can get yourself some of that uh, Blake Street blend. Um, I tend to prefer red wines, but you know, they've got whites, they've got rosés, they got, you know, basically everything you really need right there uh, online. And you can also go to BFWDenver.com and book yourself a virtual wine tasting or check out any number of the events that they've got going in the Dairy Block. Or you could just go to the Dairy Block um, next week or actually starting, I think, this weekend, which is... uh, through the 11th through the 20th uh, is Denver Restaurant Week. So, if you're going to go in, they got some specials there that you can go to bfwdenver.com and find out about um, that uh, will uh, are great for, you know, your. Uh, it, if you want to go check out Denver Restaurant Week, they got specials there which are really good, you know, like uh, wine and charcuterie, uh, wine flight and char- charcuterie, which I think actually uh, you will dig a lot. Once again, they're located between 18th and 19th. And Blake Wazi in beautiful lower downtown Denver, Colorado, just a couple blocks away from Coors Field, right in the middle of the dairy block. They are always online at bfwdenver.com. When you go in or you talk to them, tell them Jeff Morton from CSG Podcast sent you there. What is up, everybody? Thank you all for joining me on the latest Mortcast, part of the CSG Network. I'm, of course, your host, Jeff Morton. Um... Uh, Last night as of this recording now this will be posting this this podcast will be posting after the Nuggets play the Golden State Warriors. Um, I'm recording this in the day in the late afternoon uh, before the game. Um I wanted to get this out. Um, once again, I need to apologize to you as of this the people in the future may, you know, be confused when you're listening to this here. Um, but uh we've had some serious issues with Apple Podcasts. Um, a lot of you who are subscribed on Apple Podcasts have not got the last two uh podcasts that I've posted, and uh I don't know when this will be fixed. This is a um issue. Um, that is specific to Apple Podcasts, and I don't know what is going on. Uh, it may take uh, anywhere up to a couple of weeks to figure this out. Hopefully, it will happen then. By then, I'm I, once again I need to apologize. Uh, please check out this podcast on Spreaker. On uh, like I know no one, everyone's avoiding Spotify right now, but it is on Spotify. But go to it's also on Google Podcasts. It's also on. Um, what else are we on? We're on, uh, uh, let's see, Overcast, Pocket Casts, um, Amazon, iHeartRadio, all that stuff. We're everywhere, but apparently right now, but, um, (laughs) but Apple Podcasts, and I apologize. That out of the way, um, this is going to be a brief one on Nikola Jokic. Um, he had a 46 point, um, uh, 12 rebounds, 11 assists, I believe is what he had, plus three uh, steals and four blocks. Um, great all-around performance, 30 points from four, the fourth quarter. Basically, he checked in with 10 minutes left in the fourth quarter and played till the end of overtime, and he had 30 points in that time. So that kind of tells you how dominant he was at that time. Uh, Before I, I I kind of addressed this earlier today on Twitter, but I'm going to emphasize this right now. Um, I think as of right now, you could probably call him the greatest nugget of all time, even though he hasn't played as long as Alex English or Dan Essel or uh, some of the other guys, or even as long as Carmelo Anthony yet. Um, I think as of halfway through uh, next year, he will tie Carmelo Anthony, so um. It is uh, where the nugget where he's at right now is 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 I can safely probably call him the greatest nugget of all time, uh, but I don't think that matters Um, because the goal for everyone in this scenario should be the Nuggets need to have their eyes on a championship and using Jokic as the vessel to acquire the championship. And anyone who is a fan of a quote-unquote team, um, this is what you want. That's the ultimate goal. You want there to be a... um, um, a realization of championship, like they said, that's all you always want a parade. You want a parade downtown, and and this the closest this franchise has come to a championship was the nineteen seventy six ABA finals, which the Nuggets uh, were the better team, but they lost to the better player, which was uh, Dr. J and the New York Nets. Um, but this Nuggets team really needs to have. I think what the appreciation you have for Jokic this year should be great because what he has achieved with a shorthanded team is very, very big. And I've, I've pointed this out several times on this podcast. We have, we've seen something with him that uh, you rarely see. Someone who can win single-handedly. And one of the things about Jokic is that it took him a long time to realize that NBA basketball is different from European basketball. European basketball is, while not quote-unquote egalitarian in in that sense, where, you know, everyone there's no one man above a team, it is much closer than the NBA is with this sort of thing. The NBA is very individualistic. Um, And actually, I kind of blame the... uh, 2014 spurs for tricking people into thinking that that was something that was in- emulatable in the nba and it's not um nine point nine point nine uh, percent 99.9 percent of the time excuse me um in the nba the best player on the best team makes the difference um you saw it last year with Giannis. Uh, versus the uh, uh, Phoenix Suns. You, you, you know, the Bucks were able to win because Giannis went supernova. He was the best player on the best team as of last year. Um, we forget that Kevin Durant was having an insane playoffs, and if his foot, if his toe wasn't grazing the line, the three-point line, um, the, the Nets would have gone to the finals and probably would have won because – the best player on the best team would have been Kevin Durant. That's the way the NBA works. And it took Jokic a long time to assimilate into that aspect of NBA basketball. NBA basketball is not like other basketball. Um, we love the team aspect of this thing, but we love the way specifically Jokic lifts his the other players. I mean, Aaron Gordon had a, a a very good game last night once he stopped shooting threes. And I think, you know, having that impact, specifically defensively, is something the Nuggets really haven't had for a long time, a, a player who could make that kind of individual impact on the defensive end. Um and obviously this is a better team with Jamal Murray and Michael Porter Jr. Um We saw it very briefly last year. As I pointed out on the last podcast, there was basically six games we saw it because the last two games, the Nuggets kind of ran out of steam. Um, But you had six games of what this team could potentially look like. And I think we were teased. And then Jamal gets injured, and we've seen the results from there. Um, I doubt we will see that result this year considering – Players coming back from injury rarely are uh, as impactful as they are before they got injured because, obviously, it takes time to assimilate to NBA speed, um, NBA game shape, all that stuff. Coming back to Jokic, though, 46 points, 11, you know, 46, 11, and 12 is special um, regardless of the context, and I think that is where he separated himself yesterday. You know, uh, people have asked me about Carmelo Anthony. And the, the best thing I could say about Melo is Melo, Melo had the an, an innate and incredible clutch ability. And I, by clutch, I mean he was the guy I you, you had to have the last shot. And Melo would make it more times than not. Um, in those high-leverage situations, Melo wanted the ball, right? The difference between Melo and Carmelo Anthony was the Nuggets being down by 10 points with three minutes left. And Jokic was like, okay, if I don't do this, if I don't specifically take the bull by the horns and start scoring and basically willing this team, we're not going to win. And that was that realization, and I think Jokic, even as of two years ago, was not will would not have done that. He probably would have left that for Jamal, um, or yeah, yeah, basically Jamal. He probably he, because he's not necessarily wired that way. And it took it took Nikola Jokic a long time to understand that that is NBA basketball, that the individual effort lifts the team and that is where I think is Jokic has struggled with but can I finally understood this year and it, and the struggle is real by the way with with Jokic in this is it very much is he I think if it, it fights against every inclination that he has to um, go this direction it really does he has just he does he want he is a team player if there ever was one he is he is a guy that wants to as what was that famous quote that he has about um, a scoring makes one guy happy and assist makes two guys happy. Um, well, winning makes the entire team happy. And I think now Jokic understands it. And what I think is is kind of the moral to this whole thing is Jokic's ascension as far as MVP slash. I mean, even last year. I wouldn't describe Jokic as understanding NBA basketball in that innate sense. Um, It took him to basically this year when it was chips against him. uh, You saw Jokic uh, struggle with it specifically against Phoenix in the second round last year. You saw him struggle because, not necessarily because of being guarded by DeAndre Ayton or um, the way the Phoenix Suns are playing, it was the realization that the Nuggets didn't didn't have enough as a team, and Jokic didn't. I I don't think he was ready to take it to that next gear. He needed to have that loss to understand this, and I think I think that is why the Nuggets are as of this recording thirty eight and twenty six. Um, he is not a one man team. But his knowledge that he is the guy, he is the straw, straw that stirs the drink and they will follow his lead, that part, that part is something that took him till basically this year to really understand. And I think what you saw against the Pelicans as he led the Nuggets back from 10 points down was a understanding that if he wasn't going to do it, they weren't going to win. And that part, I think, is uh, should be encouraging to all Nuggets fans. All Nuggets fans should look at this and say, Nikola Jokic understood what we needed at the right time. And I think that part is uh, why everyone should be happy right now about a guy who is, um, you know, could very well win his second MVP. Who knows? As I said before, I don't think, I think people getting too lost in the sauce as, it, as, as, as it were, because we are too caught up in, um, maybe obsessing about the competition with the, with Joel Embiid and not appreciating that two centers are the leaders for the MVP. Keep that in mind. Um, so, you know, this just a short one today talking about Nicole Jokic. We, 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 I told my friend Tim Miller last night via text that we don't we are blessed to be watching him because it is hard to understand what it's like to not have someone like Nikola Jokic until he's not on the team. Uh it's very easy to take it take it for granted um because yes it's during a year where the Nuggets aren't likely to advance to the finals but it's also proving him in a way that uh, maybe we wouldn't have seen before. And I think that now I am, now more than ever, I think I am uh, more encouraged that he will be maybe the franchise-defining player of the Denver Nuggets. You know, this franchise is uh, 50, since it's his 54th year. Um, No? Fifty fourth or fifty fifth season. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I got on uh, the Nuggets for not adequately. I think it's the fifty fourth season, fifty fifth, fifty fifth. Anyway, whatever. Um, <laughs> uh, I got on them for that, but uh, this is the peak. We should appreciate it, and we should appreciate everything that has happened because it doesn't come along that often, and, and when it does, you better cherish it because shit happens and, uh, you know, what we got seeing right now is something special in 46, 11, and 12 with, uh, three, three, uh, steals and four blocks is special. So anyway, thank you all for joining on me on this brief, uh, Mortcast. I'll be back later this week with another episode. Goodbye. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop.